Welcome back to another episode of Gen Z Generalized. I'm your host, Chloe Gerhardt. Today's episode is going to be about eating disorders, the increase in obesity in America, and dieting trends. So this is something I've had to deal with, not personally, but I've had friends that have dealt with eating disorders and certain dieting trends. And even my own parents have kind of jumped in on the dieting trends, and I feel like it's neither negative or positive thing that these trends are taking place because they've always really been taking place but now they're a lot more prominent and I'll also be talking about our exposure to social media and how that influences how we view our bodies. Okay so before we get into the episode I just want to kind of apologize because I haven't put out an episode in a while. I've been very busy with studying for the ACT doing schoolwork and doing my actual job that I haven't really had time to record anything. I've been doing research off and on and I've kind of decided to get back into it and maybe try to post another episode soon after this is out since I've had a little more free time recently. Alright, now that that's out of the way, let's kind of jump right into what we're talking about, which again is eating disorders, dieting trends, and just how we view our bodies in general. I'll also be talking about obesity and weight struggles and stuff like that, dealing with our bodies, because I think it's really important to get a background on why these dieting trends and eating disorders have been coming into the light recently, and how that can affect everyone, not just the people suffering from obesity or whatever eating disorder. So I kind of want to get into talking about obesity because I think that it's really important to know about obesity in reference to the eating disorders and dieting trends that have been happening recently. So in 2016, 39.8% of U.S. adults suffer from obesity, and that's about 93.3 million U.S. adults. And for these adults, the medical cost per year is about $1,429 more. So this is for other health reasons that are linked with obesity and being overweight, which is like type 2 diabetes, heart disease, different cancers, and being at risk for strokes. So actually, there's a trend for becoming obese that you can kind of observe. It's the typically less educated people, so people who don't have a college or high school degree, that are more likely to become obese. And then one reason for this possibly is because a job type. So back in 1960, the people had more physically demanding jobs, but now jobs are 10% less demanding of physical labor than in 1960, so that could be a reason for that. Also in 1960, the average adult male weighed 169 pounds, and now the average adult male weighs about 202 pounds. Um, that statistic was taken in 2010, so it might be a little different now. But you can definitely see that there is an increase in the average weight. Now, since this podcast is specifically about Gen Z, I also looked up some youth obesity, childhood obesity statistics. And they're pretty similar to the adult statistics in terms of the medical costs or more and that If they have a lower income, they are more likely to become obese. And in 2019, it was determined that 
18.5% of youth ages 2 to 19 are obese um, or extremely overweight, maybe not qualified as obese yet, but are more than what they should be. So I also just wanted to talk about what the causes of this obesity epidemic could be. So um, the CDC actually says that some of the causes for obesity is simply just different behaviors as times are changing our behaviors are changing so like diets exercising routines and the use of medication can influence someone's weight also genetics can possibly influence someone's weight but it's not specific genes it's more than likely the environment the person is in and how the genes interact with each other another reason for the obese could be the changing diets of americans so back in the 1970s, the average of meals and like snacks per day was 3.8. So that would be like three meals a day. And then some people had like one snack. But now in the 2010s, the average is 4.9. And that seems like not that big of a difference, but it really is when you consider how much larger our portion sizes have gotten over the past few decades and how accessible fast food is. So actually, there's been diets to help combat being overweight or being obese forever. There's always been trends to try to help you lose weight. Weight Watchers was founded in 1963 by Jean Nidich to help overweight housewives. And she called herself an overweight housewife, and that's why she founded it. And Jazzercise was founded in 1969 by Judy Shepard Missett, but it didn't really become popular until the 1980s. So all of these things have been around for a long time. Those are since the 60s. There was also a diet called the Sleeping Beauty Diet in the 1960s that encouraged people to use drugs to induce sleep for long periods of time, usually like 20 plus hours, so they would have less time to spend eating. And so that's actually now considered an eating disorder. Is It's because it's using medication to help you lose weight. More recently, shows like The Biggest Loser uh, first debuted in 2004, and it was the first show specifically based around people trying to lose weight and people trying to fit the image of what they want to be. Uh, and now, currently, various diet drugs that were popular in the 70s and 80s are banned because some ingredients are proved to be risky for your health. They can help cause stroke and heart disease. But even with all of these things that are becoming mainstream, people still still like to participate in regular diet trends such as the keto diet, the Mediterranean diet, and a lot of people go on gluten-free diets. So even though dieting and exercise trends are kind of a good response to being overweight, there are bad responses to being overweight such as different eating disorders and um, that's something that's really kind of close to me because I have a friend that struggled with an eating disorder and she's still struggling a little bit but um, I know it was really hard for her even though she wasn't obese or overweight really anyone can really struggle from eating disorders in fact the National Association of Anorexia says that at least 30 million people in the US of all ages and genders suffer from an eating disorder and every 62 minutes, at least one person dies due to complications directly associated with various eating disorders. So now I'll give a few statistics that are specifically about women, just because um, women are typically 
more likely to develop eating disorders or participate in dieting trends simply because of the media and the fashion industry, which I'll get into more later. So 0.9% of American women suffer from anorexia sometime in their life. Um, 1.5% of American women suffer from bulimia nervosa in their lifetime. And 2.8% of American adults suffer from binge eating disorders in their lifetime. So the first two, which are anorexia and bulimia nervosa, are more likely to be developed by women. And then the last one is, which is binge eating disorder, is kind of evenly spread through men and women because binge eating disorder has to do with eating a lot and not trying to starve yourself really, kind of like the other two are kind of about losing weight. And the last one, binge eating disorder, is kind of about a compulsion to eat more and not something trying to get you to lose weight. So now I'm going to kind of get into why our body image and body acceptance has kind of been changing over the last few years, um, mostly due to social media and stuff like that. But I'm going to get into some specific statistics about it and how it affects teens, specifically Gen Z, because we're teens currently. So the way we view our bodies and the way the media portrays the perfect body or our standards also affects people who are a lot younger than teens and young adults. It affects actually elementary school agers too. So the National Eating Disorder Association says that 40 to 60% of elementary school girls ages 6 through 12 are concerned about their weight or becoming fat. So this really shows that the major consumers of this media, like social media, most 6 through 12 year olds probably aren't on social media. So it shows that the way that everything is portrayed, everything, like TV, movies, whatever, it shows that that has an influence on their body image. So it's not just all the Instagram models or the people on the cover of Vogue or whatever. It can be anything that these young kids see that influence how they view themselves. The National Eating Disorders Association also says um, that American girls who read magazines, so this is again elementary school girls, 69% of those say that the pictures in the magazines influence their concept of the ideal body shape. And 47% say that the pictures make them feel like they want to lose weight. So like I said before, it doesn't really have to be like a Vogue magazine or whatever is a popular magazine. It could just be anything that these girls view. It could be just magazines that are meant for young girls that help influence how they see their body and how they want to be. So now I'll kind of get into how teens feel. Um, so they are more affected by social media and things like that because as we know, Gen Z is like a really tech savvy generation. Almost all of us have a form of social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Um, but anyway, so over 50% of teen girls and 30% of teen boys use unhealthy weight control behaviors such as skipping meals, fasting, smoking cigarettes, vomiting, and taking laxatives. So since we are bombarded with all these images of beautiful people who are so thin and who are so tan and they're all praised for everything um, that they do, we kind of took it into our own hands to make ourselves like that and a lot of teens use unhealthy coping mechanisms. In fact, 90% of teen girls say they feel pressured by social media and the fashion industry to be skinnier. 
So these 90% of teen girls feel like they need to change something about their bodies, which is really bad. And actually 70% of women, so this is people who are above 18, not teenagers, but are young adults. Um, so 70% of women who are average weight say they want to be thinner. So even though they're average and they're beautiful and there's nothing, there's nothing fat about them, they're not obese, they're not in any danger in terms of their health, they feel like they want to be thinner, most likely due to media. But it's not just women and teens and young girls who aren't happy with their bodies. It's everyone. In fact, 50% of all Americans say they aren't happy with their weight. That includes everyone. So at least half of the American population wants to change how they look due to social media, due to the fashion industry, due to how clothes are made now and all the sizes and everything being different than it was before. So because of all of these changes in how we view ourselves and how big industries and social media and our media outlets are changing, we're changing our view of what we think we should be. So I think it's very, very important to talk about the obesity epidemic and dieting fads and eating disorders because it affects a lot of people. It's not just something that affects teens, it affects young people, even younger than teens, and it affects middle-aged people, it even affects some older people. It's really important because this is something that we all experience. It's not just limited to one generation or a few generations. It's everyone experiences it, especially now, due to how our country is changing and how our views of people are changing. But I also think that it's really, really nice how people are becoming more accepting of how people's bodies are. And it's really a good thing that we are doing these dieting trends and stuff like that, trying to promote a healthy body shape positively instead of negatively. Thanks again for listening to Gen Z Generalized. I'm your host, Chloe Gerhardt, and I'll try to have another episode up as soon as I can.